0: It's a great American folk show, a little place in this space that celebrates the craft and community of music and art and the people who make it. I'm Tom Brousseau. And with me, standing right next to me, is my good buddy and producer of The Great American Folk Show, Eric Deathridge.
1: Tom, always an honor. You know, it's only our third podcast
0: episode, so what are you hearing so far from folks? I'm hearing that people are so thankful that finally this Great American Folk Show is now in the podcast form, Eric, and that people can download it to their favorite smart device and, and take wherever they want to go. I've heard from people all over the United States and, and even a few people now are catching on overseas. England, you know, they're able to like take the show with them and listen and kind of marinate in all the stuff that we're talking about. It's a lot of fun to hear that. Yeah, it's a,
1: it's a more intimate listen when you have it in your headbuds and you're walking around, walking the dog, doing whatever you do. Well, one thing you can do is spread the word by telling a friend. And then, of course, subscribe to the Great American Folk Show podcast wherever you get your favorites so you never miss another glorious
0: episode. And on this one, we've got a songwriter's singer. Songwriter's name is Freddie Johnston. On the way out, you
2: get what you take anyway. on the way out, watching Wonder
1: if i no, And an emerging play. artist that'll make you want to play her music on a California coastal drive, Suzanne Valley.
0: But first off, a country artist from the American gumbo of a city that is El Paso, Texas. Yeah, Abe Mack got his stage
1: name when he played football for the University of Texas, El Paso. And the coach there couldn't pronounce his
0: given name, Abel Macias. So (laughs) Abe Mack... (laughs) There you go. And that is a catchy name, I think, Abe Mack. But Macias is like Cassius Clay. Yeah, it's pretty cool, too. (laughs) Abe's the kind of artist who could really care less about the conventions of Nashville and pop country radio. He also believes the appeal of country music is not restricted to one kind of audience. And as you'll hear, he's got a lot of pride and passion for his hometown.
3: Hey, folks, I'm Abe Mack. I'm a Texas country singer, songwriter, and music producer. I want to thank Tom Bristow for having me on this wonderful podcast, The Great American Folk Show. I want to talk to you about two things that move and inspire me, my Southwest Texas roots and my kids. I currently reside in San Antonio, Texas, but I was born and raised in the Southwest border town of El Paso, Texas. It's right between the state of New Mexico and Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua, Mexico. Music has been in my family for uh, quite some time, thanks to my great uncles, David Gonzalez, Alfredo Gonzalez, who were both mariachi ranchera singer-songwriters in the city of Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua, Mexico, back in the 60s, 70s. I was nine years old when I first picked up my first guitar. I was self-taught, was very passionate about it, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. Uh, My uncles instilled the the idea of playing music with the seventh and ninth chords as a uh, 10, 11, 12-year-old. It was a lot of fun. Sing some of the iconic ranchera songs like Cielito Lindo or El Rey. I also grew up with 90s country music thanks to my dad, who always set our school alarm to the local country radio station waking us up at 6.30 in the morning. (laughs) He loved Kenny Rogers, by the way. So my inspiration is my roots. I wrote a song about the beautiful city of El Paso, Texas. I want to share with you guys the essence of the southwest border town that brings life and that iconic Western feel that Marty Robbins talked about in uh, old El Paso song or El Paso City. This is my song called Sun City, and I hope you guys enjoy it.
4: There's a star shining on the mountain Up high in west Texas town it's brighter than the stars up in heaven And it sounds for, honey, you and I And I'll watch your eyes light up the sunset And we'll cruise down through St. Nick Drive Yeah, we can dance and baby laugh together (laughs) Ha-ha, wrap up in these old El Paso skies Cruise through San Jacinto Plaza Catch a jolly hoppy trolley ride Take a selfie with the gators, baby And lay our lips together Fall in love with this little West Texas town And all oh, that lovely Sunset vibe grandma south of the border cooking style It's that hola, bienvenido ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás, mi amigo? If you need a translation, my house is your house There's a star shining on the mountain Up high in west Texas town And it's brighter than the stars up in heaven And it shines for, honey, you and I And it shines, shines for you and I
3: The second thing that moves and inspires me are my kids. I'm a father of four boys, ages four, eight, nine, and 12. And they love music and creative arts. I mean, they love to draw, create their own books. Heck, I've seen them create a movie set with pillows, blankets, and stuffed animals and film it with their smartphone. It's amazing. One thing that we share in common is a particular song by David Ferguson. It's titled The House Building Song, a very simple song. They love to whistle and hum, and we all sing the chorus together. It's amazing. I get a chance to get inspired through them for melodies and uh, ideas for songs. I have this thought in my mind that through time in the next 30, 40 years, if the good Lord still gives me light to see, that maybe when they get to my age, they can look and hear all the music that I've written, and they can sit there and relate and get a chance to know me even better. That's the inspiration. I'll share one more story in the song that I'm about to sing to you guys. In 2020, the whole world was upside down, but I found inspiration through my kids to write my first holiday song and my first children's book. It's a story about a, a, a six year old kid who wanted snow for Christmas, no presents. And that was actually a true story from my middle son, Jesse Dillon. I want to thank Tom Brousseau for having me on this wonderful podcast, The Great American Folk Show. Here's this song titled Christmas Snow. Hope you all enjoy.
4: I'm sitting on my windowpane staring outside the glass hoping for some frozen vapor because papa said these hanging clouds might give a chance by make it sprout then i could lay and make some snow angels well i want you to let it be known that i don't want no ps4 or any type of jingle jangle. I could do without the box, the skateboard, or electric car. So, all I want for Christmas is some snow, making snow. Well, I'm really wishing, hoping there's some snow. Cause I would run and laugh and play, and it would be a jolly day if I could wake up to some Christmas snow. Oh, St. Nick just might Read the little note that I left Right beside his glass of white That cookie jar up on the left And the note reads as follows Let it snow, oh, let it snow Dear St. Nick, I've been a good boy all year, you know Won't you please let it snow Let it snow, Let it snow I'm really wishing hope And there's some snow Cause I would run and laugh and play And it would be a jolly day If I could wake up to some Christmas snow So let it snow Let it snow I'm really wishing hope And there's some snow Cause I would run and laugh and play And it would be a jolly day If I could wake up to some Christmas snow.
0: Ape Mac of El Paso, getting us in the spirit and making us around these northern parts feel grateful for our inevitable white Christmas.
1: (laughs) And speaking of that, speaking of the winter holidays, Tom, you are going to grace us right now with a seasonal tune
0: of sorts. Do tell. I never, well, I shouldn't say that I never. I've tried to write specific songs, like Christmas songs. I mean, there's so many great ones out there. How do we not live in this world without knowing at least 20 that we could recall, (laughs) just like on the snap? But then lately, some of the more contemporary songs, I don't know, I think there's something missing. I don't know where I'm going with this conversation here. Maybe I'm trying to harness.
1: Are you filling a
0: void time or something? I'm not saying that. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, I love holiday music. But then I also love being able to tell the story without being too specific about it. So I wrote this song called The Winter Hold. The Winter Hold is everywhere. Snow covers up the leaves, icicles hang from the eaves. Our words drift and disappear. Heat rises, it's because, but I'd like to think that as it does, it carries off. So that's a, is that a brand new Christmas song, Tom Brousseau? This is a brand new, I call it a holiday song, but yes it is. Yeah, it's a brand new song and uh, it took me a long time to write and I think that I'm done writing it. it. I don't know. It sounds like it's a kind of like a two-parter. You know what? It is. You're so astute. It's like, it's like uh, there's a holiday aspect of it and then there's just like this general, you know, mantra of nobody loves you more than I do and definitely uh, I've, I'm a huge Paul McCartney fan, and he does that. See, he kind of, like, takes two different parts of a quilt, and he puts them together, and I just love that way oh, of like, we're writing. so sorry, Uncle Albert, yeah. Just like that one, yeah, <laughs> but not April. as good as that one, <laughs> oh, but, you know.
1: It's all right, it's all right. Rarified, era, Tom Brousseau, but great new song now. Are you putting this on a record anywhere, what are you doing with
0: it? I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Uh-huh. Maybe one day I will. I'll put it on the record. All right, exclusive yeah. to the Great American
1: Folk Show podcast. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. Now, Tom, we might not have known it for years, but you and I have crossed paths... Years ago, when I was spinning tunes for Mike Olson, on what was then just known as KFJM or KFJY, Northern Lights Public Radio, in Grand Forks later became folded into Prairie Public. Uh, Mike Olson, if you didn't know, might literally be, to quote Tom Petty, the last DJ who plays what he wants to
0: play. I remember that building, too. I just have to talk to you real quick old about Old Science.
1: Ah, I love that place. And
0: where were you at Old Science? Was the down top the... floor. All the we're way up. We at the
1: up. top floor. That's where KFJM yeah. was. Yeah. And, you know, we had a little fire escape we'd hang out on sometimes and, Drink lots of
0: muddy coffee. It was great. Well, you're right. I I totally grew up on on Mike. A healthy diet of Mike Olson and his music show, Into the Music. That was in the late 1990s. Mike celebrated the art of songwriting. That's what I loved about his program. He didn't just play you like, you know, the number ones. He dug deep and then he dug deep some more yeah. i mean not just Dylan but John Prine and Joni Mitchell and Greg Brown Van Morrison all the staples of his you know incredibly thoughtful curated eclectic and totally on the fly playlists and he's still doing the same still thing to it. his too. I can't believe that, man. This guy is like if there's a, if there's anyone who's more of a fanatic about current music. He's introduced so many people to new music. He plays those tables too and he
1: and he oftentimes plays them in the same set and the sets have like this meaning, there's themes to them, and unscripted, and he's on the air for like seven hours a day. It's insane.
0: All I can say is, this guy is a total treasure. We're so lucky to have him. PrairiePublic.org. Choose
1: the Roots Rock and Jazz Stream if you uh, want to check him out. Uh, now, Tom, one of our guests today was one of the artists that, that I was playing, Mike was playing, and that you heard the crossover alternative adult hit Bad Reputation. From his acclaimed album This Perfect World title track was pretty good too.
2: you
0: even had both of those songs featured in the movie Kingpin. This is my dad's favorite movie, <laughs> it's not a holiday movie, but we watch it I every holiday. I love that movie the bowling movie with Woody yep. Harrelson, uh, who. who do
1: you remember? That I hair. got Munson. Was it, was it Woody Wood- yeah, Munson with the hair? I got Munson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Bill Un-Harl-y Murray with classic. that incredible side comb.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was Bill Murray that
0: had the side yeah, comb. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but oh. I think that Woody Harrelson also had that side comb, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah.
4: But great, Randy great Quaid hair.
0: is in it. You, you remember that one
1: Randy well, Randy Quaid, don't you?
0: before he sort of fell off the deep end
1: a little bit there. But, yeah, Randy. Yep.
4: Wow. State champion. You the state champion?
3: Was. Iowa 79. Name's Roy Munson.
2: Ishmael Borg. I i be the lucky one.
0: We're the lucky ones to have Freedy Johnston on the show, and in the spirit of Veterans Day, which we recently celebrated, take a listen to Freedy's story about how a soldier's story inspired a very moving song.
5: Hi, I'm Freedy Johnston, and for the last 35 years or so, I am fortunate enough to have been a singer-songwriter in this crazy world i'm very happy that i can bring some joy or sadness or whatever i can bring into people's lives with my little songs i'm not a veteran i never joined any service but i do watch a lot of interviews with returned vets and i've written a couple songs from that point of view the one i sent in is called a little bit of something wrong it's about a returned soldier with ptsd at the va psychiatrist just trying to get a re-up on his pills and realizing that the psychiatrist is never gonna remotely understand what he's gone through. So a couple of weeks ago, I was with my buddy Josh in Union City. Josh is a returned veteran, a couple of tours in Iraq and other places. And he invited us down to keep him company while he was getting a tattoo. Uh, And his tattoo was called the Baghdad Zoo. It is a big, beautiful tattoo down his leg of a, of a tiger and, and the gate to the Baghdad zoo, which he and his troops liberated during the conflict. And they made it the one safe place in the city for folks to bring their kids in the cool of the evening. They took care of Saddam's exotic big cats. And so it was very, uh, you know, it, it really struck home to me, his story. He said, um, hey, Freedy, there's a guitar on the wall. Why don't you play us some Neil Young or Tom Petty or some other timeless classic? And I said, well, Josh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and sing you one of my, my songs from your point of view. So it, um, it was a very unexpectedly heavy moment there in the tattoo parlor with the sound of the needle and Josh staring at me while I played this little out of tune guitar And uh, I played my song, A Little Bit of Something Wrong. And he uh, was staring at me the whole time. It was, it was, the sun was going down over Union City. It was just a very real moment. I felt like the song had finally found the listener it was waiting for. I will always remember that evening. Thank you.
2: great. But when my head's on wrong, you'll be singing a different song. I got a wife fan kid, but I'm supposed to stay understand when your head's blown off it's like you're really really gone and you're never coming back no more and you can't believe it what it's like to see your own hands on the floor i got a little bit of something
0: Oh, I just love that song. What a wonderful song by Freddie Johnston. A little bit of something wrong, it's called. Isn't that sweet? Oh, my
1: God. I was listening yeah. to it on the radio show, and, I mean, it just hit me in my tracks, and it was pretty close to Veterans Day, right. and just uh, what an incredible story, and, and I, that's how, like, a great songwriter... Uh, perfects his craft, right? I mean, he he hears something, he observes something, or he talks to somebody.
0: And then, boom, he's writing that story. Hmm. I think the natural thing for anybody, despite the fact that you might know that person sitting across from you is a songwriter and does that for a living, you always want them to play a song that they didn't write, (laughs) such as that Neil Young song that his friend wanted him to sing. But how great to, to have that confidence as a songwriter to say, yeah, I could do that. I could play Tom Petty's song for you right now. But check this song out that I wrote for you. I just really love how humble Freddie is and um, how open he is. Well, and, and
1: how you could hear the quiver in his voice because it was hitting him hard yeah. too. You know, just even telling and recounting the story. Well, he
0: said it was a very real moment. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so Tom, when <laughs> when you're performing live. Like what is the, the cover song or the
0: non-original oh, song yeah. that people are constantly, it's not free bird. What are they shouting out at you? Well, okay. Okay. Cause I started playing in Seattle, Washington oh. and, uh, is a performer and you're new on the scene and you're given these incredible opportunities to open for people you can't just expect to go out and hit a home run with your own songs plus I think that it also keeps you kind of more invested maybe in what you're doing on the stage if you're able to shine like some of the influences that, that you've had growing up And so for me, when I first started playing in Seattle At the Crocodile and the Tractor Tavern And in really wonderful places like this I would bust out of my own version of uh, Where is my mind? By uh, the Pixies And I don't think people ever saw it coming No way Yeah. I was in the I'm a huge Pixie fan Oh my huge Pixie. Never fan. would have thought and that's a great song, and everybody kind of knows that song. Actually,
1: I can, now I can picture it. It's got Would the high part. It's got the
0: upper register. Like, yeah. it, it could totally work. And within a few you know, like seconds of singing it, people are singing that high part with you. And uh, it ceases to be a song that anybody wrote, but all of a sudden you're in this room with a bunch of strangers and you're all singing the same note. <laughs> it's just really weird. And then, you know, maybe your next song goes over a little bit better because you, you know, manage to get everybody on the same page. If you ever taken a drive on Highway 1 in California, it goes right along the beautiful Pacific Ocean.
1: Oh, my goodness. Carmel, Monterey. It's one of the most beautiful places on Earth that I have seen with my eyes, Switzerland and Vermont being a couple others, but I just can't picture anything more pretty than that. Well,
0: you're right about that. It is so beautiful. And our next guest lives where Highway 1 juts a little inward before resuming its coastal hug of the Pacific. Just beautiful, all of it. As is this voicemail I received from Suzanne Valley, an artist who adds some beautiful things and some stranger things to keep her company during the isolation that was the pandemic.
6: Hi, Tom. It was so nice to hear from you. It's been a little bit lonely on the ridge. Yesterday, I tried to keep a wrong number on the phone with me just for company. The poor guy kept saying, Well, must be a mistake then. But I wanted to chat, so I went on and on. I live pretty far in the country. I'm in Big Sur, California. It's an hour to the grocery store and 30 minutes to the post office. There's only one road out, Highway 1. You can go north or south. West is all Pacific Ocean. East are the mountains which are tall and rocky and sometimes on fire. I can't recommend going east or west if you're in any kind of a hurry, especially if you want to get home before your ice cream melts. Recently, my loneliness shrank a little bit. I made friends with some birds, a family of scrub jays. I call us friends, but they see me some other way probably. If you haven't seen one, a scrub jay has pretty blue feathers with touches of white and black. The gang around my cabin squawk when I walk out my door. They follow me in case I'm throwing out overripe strawberries. My grandma loved birds. In my cabin, I keep a painting she made of a red cardinal. It's perched on a snowy branch with its face turned, so the eye is looking right at you. It's that curious eye when birds size you up. And I think sometimes they pity us for having no feathers. But I don't mind. I enjoy a little pity. Not everything has gone right for me, and it doesn't do me any harm if the birds know about it. When things go right, like when I can have friends over for music and dancing and good food... Nobody can squawk like me. Till next time, Tom. Take care. Kiss
7: of the western sky I promise she won't forget you If you stay Oh. So. tried we all know you tried You good Roll your window up when you want to. Cleave, drive, ghostly, smiling while it was. Oh, sir, please, I'm begging, I want to start a kiss with no ending.
0: Suzanne Valley performing Ocean Drive and Love Letter from her debut album, Love Lives Where Rules Die, which Q Magazine called a folk rock masterpiece. So, Tom,
1: a really nice episode. Suzanne Valley was uh, great there. I do feel like taking a coastal drive somewhere, even though we're not on the coast. Got to take it (laughs) in your mind, all right? (laughs) A coastal drive in my mind, but uh, quite beautiful. Uh, But looking forward to the next podcast. When
0: is it, and who do we have on the program? It's on December 9th, and on the program is Mickey and Elvis, an instrumental duo, and Brennan Lee great country singer Brennan Lee she's going to be on the program and of course the one and only Paul Brady what a pleasure to have him on the show we'd like to thank you for listening we'd like to thank our guests Freedy Johnston Abe Mack and Suzanne Valley and our sponsors Mincota Power Cooperative the John and Elaine Andrist Charitable Trust the Lorac family and the Blair Flegel estate and we'd like to thank some of the folks who work on this program. Eric Dethridge, who is a producer and editor of the show. Mary Jones is the talent producer in Chicago, Illinois. Bill Thomas, who is now retired, he is still with us in spirit on the show. I'm Tom Brusso. It has been a pleasure to have you along for the ride today.